Okay, hello Basket News fans, viewers, listeners and readers. Uh, we are here in Cyprus, in Nicosia, in very hot and uh, nice and sunny Nicosia. And we are here with Alexei Shvat. Yeah, hi everybody. Hi Alexei, uh, so nice to have you here. Thank you for coming and uh, joining us uh, in this pre-season chat. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you. So Alexei, basically uh, we are here, as I said, in a pre-season tournament. Uh, Four teams playing in Nicosia, three of them are in from Euroleague. Uh, basically, it's, I guess, the first uh, travel, big travel of the season uh, for you guys. It's almost a week being away from, uh, from Moscow. How does this trip look like? Uh, what do you guys do on your free time? Do you only spend the time in the hotel? Do you uh, play some cards, PlayStation, something like that? Uh... No, usually we have practices, so we have one practice a day at least, and uh, in four days we must play three games. So we have one game last night, and we won it. Uh, today we have day off, and next two days we have two more games, then we go home. It's not that many time. Usually players uh, spend it uh, to sleep, you know, sleep, eating. Uh, some uh, some of them read the books, uh, watching some TV shows, and all all the stuff like like normal people. Because I guess, you know, usual fans tend to think that, oh, players, we travel a lot, we see lots of countries, lots of cities, lots of different hotels and so on. We, we see all those cities. But in reality, I guess you don't see that much. You stay yeah. most of the time in the hotel, then the gym, hotel gym, right? Yeah, you're right. We don't have this time. What, everything what we can see, this is the way from airport to the hotel uh, on the bus. Uh, Actually, yeah, usually we're coming like night before the game and uh, everybody wants to sleep, everybody like tired and next day it's shoot around and then we have the game and after the game we go back home. So yeah, we travel everywhere, but we don't go much out of the hotel. So, so we're thinking about the basketball. Yeah, but the atmosphere, I guess, in preseason is a much more laid back, is a much more, you know, calm. If you lose, okay, that's not nice, but it's not that big of a deal compared to regular season. So overall, I guess now guys are a bit more relaxed, right? You, I guess you joke a bit more compared to the regular season and so on. Yeah, this this preseason, you're right, but uh, CSK doesn't like to lose even uh, on preseason, you know that. And uh, uh, yeah, like everybody miss each other. Uh, like we have newcomers like i'll come back after like so, i mean six seven maybe more like nine years nine years ago i played here and we have like boy boy you live uh, other guys so we just uh happy to be back and uh, happy to play together practice this is just beginning and uh, we just start playing first first uh i can say like practices games and uh we still have a like few time before the season started, so um, yeah, just just wanna be ready for the season. You mentioned that you are not completely new guy in CSKA, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you are one of I guess three only only three newcomers uh, this summer because CSKA basically stayed the same compared to the last season. How did you uh, blend into the team, being only one of three rookies on the team? But you know, like actually, I know everybody from the office from because they work from that time I was here, and uh, I know for sure a lot of guys. Uh, with some of them, I played the same team. We play national team, 
some day some of them we play against each other so I know everybody and it's not a not that hard for me maybe for somebody else harder and uh, yeah uh, your boy joined us too so <laughs> uh, we have really good team but we need practice and we will see like uh, how it's going later how is that our boy how do you treat Marius Marius he's like really good guy he's he like to work uh, he work a lot and uh, uh, he played two sides offense defense and uh, until now he's like really really good and uh, he's enjoying I think to be part of this team as we talked that's your second stint at uh, sky at, at first you played uh, between 2017 2000, 2007 2012 uh, but in that period you were sometimes on loan to other teams to the to Dynamo to Himki and only the last season on CSKA was a bit better for you numbers wise you played more in that last season after that you went to NBA and was there any uh, idea in your mind that one day you would like to be back in CSKA and maybe have a bigger role compared to that that you had in your first stint here but uh, you know like if CSKA like one of the biggest and strongest club in Europe uh, they always usually they play final fours and uh, they won like Russian camps a lot and uh, of course uh, any player he wants to be here and uh, after nine ten years I come back and I, I'm happy to be here I'm happy to be part of the team after the last <coughs> season when uh, Himke basically went bankrupt is it right to say that they are no they they're not bankrupts because they pay money for players uh -huh. and uh, we have a lot of problems last season yeah it's it was tough to play in this situation but uh, I hope everything will be good there and one day they come back uh, for again for a big level but after last season when was the point when you understood that okay that's over with Himke that I have to look for my new chapter in life I think in like few months before the end of the season I like everybody understand like there's big problems now and probably next year they're not going to be in the league and uh, uh, immediately we finish the season they say to us like they're not going to play your league and they're not going to play VTB league and uh, I talked to my agent and I say uh, the one team I want to be is CSK and I don't even talk to other teams so I know I have offers from other teams but I say to to him uh, I don't want to go anywhere I don't I want to be here when you say something like that, it's not good for bargaining, you know, the new contract. Because when the team knows when the, that the player wants to play for them, maybe they can say, okay, so we will want to sign no, you for No, like, uh, because I knew that I, I like the coach here and I know the the club and I know the president, uh, Andrei Vatutin. So, um, Natalia Forayev, I know everybody of them. And I say, like, uh, try everything uh, to sign me in CSK so I want to play here I want to play for the uh, trophies uh, I want to win like in EuroLeague and BTB League it's really hard and this uh, we need to have the long time to practice to watching videos uh, stay together talk to each other and this is not easy but we can do this and uh, I say to him just uh, because I know like I know the club I played here before and uh, I know they always uh, want to take the highest places so like uh, the first place so this this works for me too 
you mentioned that uh, CSKA, CSKA or CSKA? CSKA is Russian, Russian right? CSKA and yeah. English CSKA, yeah. CSKA, yeah. Because we... But if you play a long time here, you start yeah. talking like Russian, yeah, yeah. Russian language, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll just keep saying CSKA because that's how we are used as well. Uh, like you said, CSKA is the team that doesn't even like to lose in... in uh, friendly games and that's a new environment compared to that in Himki last season was a very tough for you. Yeah. Um, was there anything on your mind the thinking that okay I will be I will be going into a completely different environment and maybe the pressure there is a bit higher and people expect more and maybe it will be harder mentally playing in Saska? Against or uh, in before coming to Saska oh. uh, thinking about what awaits you here on this team? Uh, but you know, like uh, it's always pressure, like any professional, almost player, he has pressure everywhere. Uh, he play for club, he play for national team and everybody watching and uh, for sure you have pressure. And uh, especially when you play against SK, the big club and uh, great players. Uh, some players, they think about the pressure, but um, and you just show like uh, your game and you don't need to think about other stuff from out, out of the court, uh, from outside. You just need to do your job and uh, you need to do your job good. Your, your new coach, uh, your current coach, Dimitri Sotoudis, is known as a very demanding coach, very strict coach, very tough coach. Um, can you share a bit how those conversations between you and him looked like before the season? Because as I know, coach likes uh, to tell his players what to expect in the season. He said that in his some interviews that he wants the player to know what he has to expect in the season so that it will be more clear during the season that no surprises come up between player and a coach. So Yeah, yeah, this is true. The, uh, we talked three times before uh, before I signed contract and uh, he told me what he wants from me. Uh, so I know he's a great coach, he knows the basketball and uh, everybody trusts him, all players trust him and uh, anytime if you have any question uh, you can call him, you can ask him like anytime and he answer you and he gonna help you. So uh, we know what he, what he wants and we know how he can help us win, uh, we can help him win uh, uh, Euroleague or VTB League, doesn't matter what, he's one of the best coaches right now in Europe and uh, he knows his job, we just need to listen to him and uh, uh, help him. About that role, I, I guess your role will be different compared to that in Himki. Like, I guess you will not be shooting like 15 three-pointers a game in CSKA, no? No, I'm not <laughs> But, it, you know, like, uh, now it's a different team and uh, uh, we play like really smarter here and we try to find the open man, man to shoot to make the layup so uh, I'm ready for uh, for everything here I'm uh, it is my like 15th season right now and uh, 15, okay. yeah it's a lot of seasons I play so I'm ready for that and uh, I just want to win but mentally is it a bit tough coming no. from you know guy being number one on your team and basically number one scorer in the Euroleague coming to a team which has full of stars and you just have to be one of them and not this no, star. No, it's my, like it's for me it's much better because I know uh, that guy is uh, 
are good players. They can take the ball and uh, play, score in one-on-one -on -one position, and they can pass the ball. It's much easier when uh, you have on the court uh, like uh, five guys who think the same way. It's much easier to play uh, together. And uh, uh, mentally for me, it's not hard. So I know where I go, and I know what coach wants, what I want. So we have the same way. You had some time to know the guys, and I guess you most of them you knew you knew before coming here, right? Yeah. Uh, but when you see them from inside in the locker room, in the bus, going to the gym, and so on, you know, joking and so on, uh, who is the vocal leader of the team? Who is the one who speaks the most and talks the most? I know I cannot say like uh, we have like one of them uh, talk more than everybody. I think everybody talks to each other. Like we have like really friendly team, and uh, uh, I think maybe like Nicola, he's joking a little bit more than everybody, but he's great guy. It's so funny, and uh, actually we have like like good team, like as a players and uh, as a persons too. Usually, when a big when a big guy has a good humor sense, somehow his jokes are a bit more funny. I, I don't know how it happens, but when a big guy is joking, somehow it's come more fun. Maybe like I don't know. Maybe everybody thinks like he's like really big, and strong, and they thinking like he's super serious and he start joking. Maybe this way, but I'm never thinking about that. You know, uh, joke is a joke. You know, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter if you say so. You said that Scott doesn't like to lose in friendly games. What was the coach like after that game when you lost against Zenit? Like 20 points, something like that? Yeah, we lost that game, but like you say, he knows this preseason and uh, he don't want this happen again. And uh, uh, nobody want to lose in preseason games. So we just talk, we have video after that and we talk to how to play better, how uh, play better defense, how to play better offense as a team. And uh, last night we play, we show like we play much better. Play against the same team after like maybe like three days. So yeah, we need to go step by step. Season is coming soon, so we have two more weeks and then we start. Yeah, going a bit back to the last season, uh, as we talked a bit, it was a tough season with all those losses. At one point, you lost uh, 17 games in a row. Maybe. Yeah. What's What's in your mind? You know, going into game after game after game and losing so much game, so many games in a row. But this is uh, this is bad situation like altogether last year because when you see like you lose some games, uh, uh, you're not gonna pay. It. Plus, uh, some people start leaving the team and uh, you just. Of course, he, nobody likes that, but this is like, I think for for prof professional player, this is the worst situation it can be. Uh, but we stay, uh, we stay, not everybody, but the guy, most of the guys stay until the end of the season. And doesn't matter what, uh, we practice, we try to win. We, win. we have some good wins last, last year too, but uh, um, I don't want to repeat the <laughs> same situation in the future. That losing streak was ended by a win against Real Madrid when you hit the game-winning shot. Uh, what was the atmosphere after the game? Was it like winning a championship, something like that? No, everybody understand like uh, if you lose too many games and you win one game, you just feel a little bit better because like, you know, you lose too many before and uh, after one winning game, you, you cannot be happy. And 
everybody just maybe a little better atmosphere after that, but it's not uh, still not good situation. You have hit some game-winning shots in your career, right? Uh, do you remember which one is the most memorable for you, which you like to talk about? I cannot remember. I like uh, I like the shot when we play Olympic Games when I should uh, score the three-point shot and uh, actually this is not a game-winning shot, but but this is like really good one. Uh, what I remember and uh, I like remember about the national team a lot. Okay. As you are a scorer, uh, a guy who puts up lots of points, is there uh, some opponent in EuroLeague that, for example, you look at him and you think before the game, you think, okay, this guy gonna give me some troubles because he's a good defender and they have to think something more on offense playing against him? No, I'm never thinking about that because it's a too many situations like uh, uh, they can make the screen, they can switch. There's a lot of situations what can happen in the game and you don't need to think about, okay, that guy better defender than this one, so you just need to come and play. And uh, uh, for sure, like, uh, no one defender want to let score like 20, 30 points. But for your question, I have asked for like, I'm never thinking about like this guy better or that one better. It doesn't matter what, uh, Team defense win, wins in all the games. Okay, uh, but do you have uh, any team or arena, away arena that you like to play? Like you think about the team or arena, and you think, okay, I like going into that place and playing in, in that arena. I like to play in crowd arenas, where there's a lot of people. Like Jalgiri is one of them, so I like to play there. Doesn't matter, like. Uh, like we play home, I like our fans, but if we go away, it's play much better to play with full gym, doesn't matter, they they are everybody against you, but it's more fun to play than if you play with no fans on the court. I have a chance to ask you a question which we have been debating with uh, my friends back in Lithuania. Uh, sometimes we talk about it and Alexei Shvat played in the NBA, he played for four teams and he could have played there longer, right? You could have played, you, you could have stayed in NBA, but you chose to come back to Moscow to play for Himki. Can you tell a bit about that? Why you decided to put an end to your NBA career? Uh, you know, I can stay there, yes. Uh, I talked to uh, New York. Uh, actually, after every, every year, last maybe five, six years, I have offers from NBA. But I have, uh, how to say, I have a really good deal here. Plus, uh, that my last season I have three trades. And you know, it's really hard when you go to one place because over there it's a little different. It's, you, you need to buy all furniture there and all cars you need to send from one place to other place. And when you have three trades, same year, you think like, oh, come on, just came here. And after one, two months, they trade you again. And probably I, I don't like this more, like all these trades, because when you sign in Europe, you know, you, if you sign like for two, two years, you know, you stay here for two years. But if you sign there for two years, you can play in six, seven teams. So it's really hard. So it looks like that you basically like to play basketball and not to think about all that other stuff, right? Like no, moving, and here I, uh, I play like really more minutes. If, if you remember, uh, I have more chance than that, more shots than there, and a lot of minutes and different roles. So uh, 
I'm not that guy who who like to be in NBA, but sit on the bench and watching from the bench how the guys play basketball. No, I want to play too. And here it's a different situation. So overall, if you haven't been traded that much, maybe you will you probably, will have stayed yeah. longer in probably. Yeah. Was there a situ situation that you liked in Minnesota, for example? Did you like it more compared to others? I can say. I like this time in Minnesota. I played there two years, and especially I like my rookie year there. Uh, we have uh, a good team that time. I think we down two games to go to the playoffs my first year, and we start really good. We play together with the AK-47 Kirilenko, and Kirill helps me there because uh, I'm new new guy rookie. He explained me everything, uh, where to go, what to do, and. Uh, I like uh, the time in New York, but I can say I like the time uh, in, uh, when we have the games. Uh, it's like really, I think it's, there is, this is the top two arenas in, uh, in NBA. It's Madison Square Garden and Staples Center. There's two most popular arenas there, so I like the time there, yeah. But did you have an offer, like a real offer to stay in New York? Did they offer something? Yeah, I have offer. Yeah. But you just wanted to come back to Europe and that's all right. Uh, I can say yeah, I have offer, but I don't like that offer what they give me. So I say, OK, uh, probably I'll try to come back and maybe come back to NBA someday. Why not? But now? Do you still no, now it? I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, feel, I feel great here. I come back to to CSK, like I say, like big club in Europe, and uh, uh, I won't try try here. Uh, you played with Ricky Rubio in Minnesota. He is now in kind of similar station. He talked about that that he is tired of being traded from city yeah. to city. So I guess you could feel him, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, this is like really hard when you go to the one team. You thinking about okay, now I'm start from again from the beginning, and after like few months, they trade you again. And uh, of course, nobody wants to be traded that much. You maybe sometimes okay, there is like one two trades okay, but if it's more like you don't want to change the team like one two times a year, you want like you want the something like. Uh, you want to play same team like few years and all that. Like, I understand him. Yeah. When you when you came back to the Europe to to Europe uh, to the Euroleague, uh, Euroleague after a year, I guess we changed the format and now each team plays each team each team. No, once. when I came back, they still play that format. Yeah, yeah. But after one. one year, we changed yeah. the format. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you, do you feel that this format is a bit more friendly for players uh, because players like to play and not not to practice, uh, also to the fans, which get to see more more games. Do you like this format more com compared to the last one? You know, like, uh, I can, I, I cannot say like we play way more games like right now, because I don't remember that format. I remember we play groups, then top 16, top 8, right? Yeah. But we still like, uh, we still practice, we, we travel a lot. And we are the basketball players. Uh, the way they give us, we go, you know. And uh, of course, maybe I think for fans it's much better to see the big teams play against each other every year because before it was like uh, probably they can play only in Final Four. 
maybe they not don't play together at all. So I think the, for, for fans, this is like really good. Uh, this format is much better. You mentioned mentioned that you like to play in crowded arenas. With COVID, the last season, I guess, was the one that players will not like to remember, you know, playing in those empty gyms. Uh, how did it feel playing in those empty gyms, you know, hearing everything that your teammates or opponents saying to each other? Yeah, it looks like, uh, feels like not the official game, is feels like, like some practice game. And uh, I hope everything uh, is finished and uh, people coming back to the arenas and uh, everybody just uh, spend a great time. We play basketball with fans and they can watch us. Uh, they can watch us uh, on the court too, not from TV. Okay, just to finish it off, I promise not to keep you here too long. Uh, most of your career you played with uh, number one. You had number 23 in your first stint at CSKA. Uh, now number 91. Uh, how does it, where does it come from? But actually, I have a lot of numbers. I play number uh, 88. You had also 88. I play. I cannot even remember all numbers what I play. It was a lot. I play number 10. I play number eight. And 91. I just think it's a really good number uh, because most of the numbers the players they have, and uh, I think like okay, I play too many years. Number one, probably it's time to change the number. What I never play, and just we just I just talk to my family, talk to my wife, and think like I, one day I say like, what do you think about to take like number 91? And everybody like like this number, and that's how I pick it. So basically, it has no meaning behind that. No, plus Dennis Rodman, of course, he played oh, 91 okay. number and uh, I like him as a player. And uh, he, this is one of the things why I take this too. Is he one of your idols? Like, like I cannot say like, uh, I cannot say uh, he's more like, I like him, uh, like my top player. No, but I like his hustle. I like how he uh, play strong against uh, the players, how he get rebounds, and he's the big part on that uh, Bulls team back 25 years, 30 years ago. That's actually, I never thought, I never thought that uh, a player like you, you know, being a shooter, being uh, a guard, uh, would look up to a guy like Dennis Rodman, who is a completely different guy. But yeah, but it, come on, uh, everybody knows him. If you ask any uh, any doesn't matter any basketball guy who play like basketball in school or somewhere even not basketball even not sportsman any. a lot of people they know him yeah. okay great thank you so much for giving us some time and uh, good luck in the future yeah thank you good luck you too guys